0: Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast. This episode is Helpline with Mothercraft nurse extraordinaire, Chris Minogue. If she can't help you, nobody can. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Hello and welcome to Feed, Play, Love and this episode of Helpline with Mothercraft nurse, Chris Minogue. Chris has had over 30 years experience helping families with their babies and toddlers, everything from sleeping, settling techniques, feeding, behaviour... Any kind of challenge. Why did you look at me like that? Chris gave me a this funny look, but she can actually answer all of those questions. So don't worry about what faces she's giving me. You can call in and ask a question on 1-800-543-772. If you're listening to this live, watching us via Facebook, um, you can pop your questions below there. If you're listening via the podcast, the best way to ask your question is to email us at helpline.com at theparentbrand.com.au. Um, we will get to your questions next week. But those for those who are listening and watching now via Facebook, you can ask your questions live. Let's start with a question from Jillian. She has a 13-month-old, his name is Joshua. He's recently started sleeping through the night after we did some challenging but successful responsive settling. He goes to bed between 6.30 and 7.30, depending on how day naps have been, and wakes between 5.30 and 6.30, which is a massive improvement. Perfect. I would like to start some part-time work, so have started Joshua in daycare two mornings a week from 7.45 to 11.45. And although he seems to really enjoy it, he can't seem to sleep there. They've tried, but he just won't have a morning nap. When I get him home, he's exhausted, so we do a quick lunch and off to bed for a nap around 12.30. he will usually sleep for one and a half to two hours. On days he's not at daycare, he will have a morning nap around 9 or 9.30 for between an hour 15 to an hour and a half and an afternoon nap around 2 or 2.30 for 30 to 45 minutes. My question is, should I worry about him not sleeping at daycare?
1: No, I don't think so, because it's only two little mornings a week. So if it was more than that and also much longer days, then I'd be a little bit more concerned. But he seems to make it up when you get home. I think the reason he doesn't is because he's there for such a short time and there's so much stimulation going on. And also at his age, they're probably not putting babies to sleep as such of his age. So I think there's probably just a lot going on for him and he can't wind down to go to sleep, but he seems to make it up when you go home. It's only two mornings a week. So I think as long as the hours weren't increasing or the days weren't increasing, I think he will just make it up on the days where he's at home with you.
0: Okay. There's a second part to the question as well. Um, With a baby who seems to nap better in the morning than the afternoon, how do we go about transition to one nap?
1: Uh, we slowly go to push it down. So I think when you're ready to transition to one nap, which is somewhere around that 14, 15 months, I think what I would do is just push his day sleep down by 15-minute lots until it got till 11.30. Now there's going to be this very tricky moment where he um, might go down at 10, 30 and sleep to about 12.30 and then it'll feel like he doesn't want to have a sleep for the rest of the day. But around four o'clock, I just accidentally pop him in the car and go three times around the block and let him have a little 10, 15 minutes sleep, and that'll help him bridge over until you put him to bed that night. So I think you're going to have that one little tricky moment, but then just keep pushing it out. And I wouldn't commence it till around fourteen months of age.
0: And with that pushing it back by yeah. fifteen minutes, do you do that each day? Yeah, or? yeah. I
1: just take a week and I just move it and move it to move until he gets to the right spot cool. so go slowly and I think it'll be okay
0: all right Julianne. good luck thank you for the question Rafika has a six months old and she says thanks for the flight plan and all the tips to help us fly to Europe uh, yes. when we got to our destination baby woke up a few times at night over a couple of days and then adjusted really well to the new time However, since we've arrived three weeks ago, he's been very hard to settle for his day naps and gets overtired by the end of the day. It's been taking us at least 40 minutes to an hour to get him to nap, even for short naps, and between one hour and three hours, ah, every night to put him to bed. It's getting very hard over a few weeks. He's breastfed and started eating solids at four and a half months and is six months old now. Okay. Do you need extra information because we have a lot of extra oh information. so
1: the inf- extra you want me information to read that out to you? no is about his sleep so I mm. think his pattern will be okay it'll be his, you know having his milk feeds and he's having two solids so he wakes up he's having uh, that
0: one and eats solid milk followed by solids followed by a milk feed then tries to put him to bed around three or straight after the nap If he didn't nap at 12, usually fights for a very long time before falling asleep. I try to have him asleep for
1: one and a half hours. We usually give him a snack in France. So are they still in France? Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So it's not jet lag, obviously. It's the change of environment. Um, and they're oh, keeping th- him awake. I think there's
0: this paragraph here. From my experience um, with Chris, just <laughs> listening, I think this is the key bit here, Okay, Rafika. You found some key. I think so. I think this is what you want to know. Yes. He. Um, so he's awake until 7.30 of, or 8, usually a bit cranky by then. He then gets his last milk feed. He usually falls asleep at the breast multiple times. After a while, I stop waking him up to feed and try to put him to bed. He cries straight away. I try to pat him and sing and after a while Huddle him until calm, which takes a very long time, before putting him back to bed a few times. He often suddenly falls asleep in our arms multiple times and wakes up as soon as we put him in our bed. You know me well. I'm glad that after four years of working with Chris that I she can knows. pick the bits she needs to know. I don't know how to fix it. I just know what she needs to hear.
1: That's exactly what I was looking for was the how does he go to sleep and because they're away, they are probably just falling into a pattern and I think that if you can take a couple of days out and just reset him back into some self-settling it will revert itself back around. So get your timing right, which seems right from what I've glanced at here in terms of his milk feeds and his time awake about two hours and putting him down for a sleep. But I think what we need to do for a couple of days is actually give him a gentle way of self-settling. So we're going to give him his feed or wherever he's at in the sequence. We're going to have him awake. We're going to put him down in his cot, walk away for a few minutes. And we're going to use a little bit of that patting that you had been, trying to do so leave him for three minutes pop him down pat him for a couple of minutes then leave a few more minutes go back in give him some comfort so you're going in and out over a period of time increasing by a few minutes each time you leave to give him a greater chance of self-settling. I think we need to reset the self-settling because your sequence seems fine from the glancing and it's going to take you about two to three days. You need to do it both day and night. And so you need to really take a little breath and reset yourself to be able to do it. But I think if you did it, it would sort of bring him back into that pattern, you know, really quickly. So good luck and fingers crossed. Excellent.
0: Thanks, Rafika. Uh, This question comes from Josie, who has a five and a half month old. Yep. I've been trying to follow your suggested rhythms but need some help. Yes. Uh, My five-and-a-half-month-old is on three day sleeps, usually one-and-a-half to two hours in the morning, 45-minute nap, and then one-and-a-half hours in the afternoon. Brilliant. Sometimes one of the nap is only one hour. She has one hour, 45-minute awake time between naps, usually wakes between 6 and 6.30 a.m. For her final nap, she usually wakes... Around three forty-five or four, which means the final wake time before her six thirty bedtime is over two, sometimes over two and, two and a half, half hours. hours. She has four breastfeeds in the day, one solid meal at four thirty, and usually one breastfeed overnight. Excellent. The time she wakes for her night feed varies. It can be any time from 1 to 4 a.m., but sometimes it's between 10 p.m. and 12 a.m. If she wakes before 1 a.m., I try to resettle her. However, I never have any success resettling at night. I typically try for 45 minutes going in at intervals of 2, 4, and then 6 minutes apart to bump yeah. pat. Then after 45 minutes of trying, I assume that she must be hungry and feed her. If I feed her before 1 a.m. she'll usually wake for a second night yeah, feed. Yeah, that's right. She's mostly breastfed, but I top her up top up her final night feed with formula. I offer a 240 ml bottle and she usually leaves 50 to 100 ml. I've Perfect. been starting her feed earlier, 5:45, 6 to see if she'll eat if if she's less tired. How can I stop these pre-1
1: a.m. wake-ups? I think you're doing really well. And she's taking a good amount of the top up in the evening because I'm assuming it's a breastfeeder bath and then that top up. So p- before that 1am, it's probably more about settling. It's just that in the end, she's worn you down and you feed her so she will feed. So it's a really hard thing for a parent to distinguish the difference between do they need the feed because it's taken so long to settle them? or do we just need to ride this out and settle her? And it certainly seems like if she wakes up between 10 and 12, it's probably not about um, the feeding unless she didn't take that top up at all, which it sounds like she's taking a good amount of that top up. So I think it is behaviour more than it is about feeding. But you are giving it a good go and you are doing what I would be doing. I, I think I would just play tag team with your partner and say, okay, we need to break this a little bit. After about 40 minutes, you might even give her a cuddle, calm her right down and then restart again. But my gut feeling isn't, isn't about the feeding. I think that's just what happens in the end because everyone's a bit tired and a bit worn down. So um, tag team with your husband over the weekend and you do 20 minutes and he does 20 minutes and feel free to pick her up and give her a cuddle after you know half an hour, 40 minutes, and then put her back down. I think this is just about getting the message because – Otherwise, everything else is perfect, and she's taking a good amount of feed at the end of the day.
0: Well done, Josie. I know it sounds like you've got you. You came to us with a challenge, but you're actually, actually doing really you well. You actually,
1: yeah, that's right. And I think some parents <laughs> need that support to so say, actually, yep. you are doing the right thing, and it is a bit tough, but you will get there.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Good luck then, Josie. Uh, Trina has a twelve-month-old. Hi, ladies. What's the best time to be putting a twelve-month-old down for his second nap? He's waking up anywhere between. 4 and 5 a.m., oh. going down um, morning sleep around 8 to 8.30 uh, or 9 for an hour and a half sleep, maybe longer. And he's awake for a few hours, play, um, lunch, etc. one-ish, sometimes 2 p.m. sleep and sleeping around a two-hour nap, but yeah. he's fighting afternoon nap and bedtime nap at the moment. He's also teething, bless, and bedtime is 7 p.m.,
1: Wow. I think, Trina, he's a little bit overtired because he's starting his day incredibly early. early. So are you, you poor thing. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure you must be trying to put him back to sleep. I'm sure you're not getting up between four and five for the day. But I think that's what's interfering with this. Because if you think about his day starting, let's say on average at five, and he's going to bed at seven, And he's having a sleep in the morning and a sleep in the afternoon, which seem in the right places. But overall, he's losing about two hours sleep in the morning. So I think he's overtired is the general behaviour. And that's why it's becoming more and more difficult. Because by the time you get to that 2 p.m. sleep, and certainly by that 7 p.m., he could have been awake for nearly 14, well, his day could have been 14 hours long. So I think the trick to this is actually fixing the 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, behavior and i think you need to do that in that in, a, in some sort of self settling self comfort way where you leave him going do some bum padding out and go back the answer isn't difficult or different, it's just that we need to apply it at that four, five o'clock in the morning because I think that's where the problems then stem in right across your whole day. So we need to self-settle him till a reasonable time frame, 6, 6.30, whatever is reasonable in your family. But I think he's overtired by the end of the day and that's where you're getting this falling apart.
0: So... Just because I'm noticing this um, baby is 12 months old, yep.
1: how long should she expect that uh, attempt to ha- take? Yes. <laughs> She's 12 months old. He can stand and he can walk around that cot. I would say it's going to take you good. It'll be probably, you should see good improvement within three days, um, but I think it's going to take the best part of five days.
0: Okay, there okay. you go. And then hopefully, Trina, Easter's you won't coming. be waking up at four. Yes. Uh, yeah, thanks for the question, Trina. <laughs> yeah. Josie from our previous question oh, yes. has a follow-up question. Sure. Um, what's the earliest she should wake from her last nap to go down at 6.30 p.m.? And that
1: is uh, Josie, uh, five she, and a five-and-a-half-month-old. Uh, f- to go down at 6.30, I think she would have to be up by four because um, usually I go to 4.30 if it's 7. So I reckon if she's up by 4, you're still okay to put her down at 6.30 if she's showing you signs of tiredness.
0: Okay. Uh, we have a question from Chandel. How many sleeps should a one-year-old have?
1: Generally two. They tend to have a small morning sleep, um, which could be as small as half an hour, to an hour and a longer afternoon sleep of about uh, around two hours. You'd be doing really well. Right. So, two sleeps for a
0: one year old. Yeah, tell us if you're having any further questions about <laughs> yeah. Chandel. Sounds like there's something more yeah, going on going there. Yeah, going on there. Let us know, and we'll see if we can help. Chris Minogue and Helpline on Feed Play Love will be back answering more questions right after this. Sometimes parenting can be challenging, and sometimes it can be a downright laugh to yeah. <laughs> give them a. Um, LCM. You know, those terrible...
2: Terribly good, you mean. I I make my own homemade version. We call them bubble treats at home. I call them energy bars. (laughs) Who doesn't want breakfast cereal mixed with melted marshmallow? I dare you to find someone who says
1: no to that.
0: I'm Siobhan Hunt, and The Parent Panel is a weekly podcast I host where we invite a mum and a dad to discuss the events and stories of the week. The Parent Panel, available wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to your questions with Helpline and Chris Mano. Zandi has a 10, uh, almost 11 month old. I'm currently breastfeeding and my husband and I are ready to start working on a sibling for our daughter. Working. Oh, You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going to work now. Um, so we need to wean her. How do I go about this? She really only nurses to go to sleep and during the night to settle. She sleeps with me. If I try to withhold, she just screams and screams because oh. she's too tired but refuses to sleep without nursing
1: help. Andy, okay, you have a um, a child who's bed sharing, so this is going to be a lot more difficult. Unless we're going to have to break this up, I think in a few steps. How how quickly do you want to conceive that next child? <laughs> because mm. <laughs> this is going to getting racy. Racy on helpline. to be um, two questions here. One is um, to stop the. You have to stop the feeding at night because all of her comfort is associated to feeding. So if I'm overtired, I get a feed. If I roll over in the middle of the night, I get a feed. If I need a feed, I get a feed. So I think in this case, I would get her to start um, sleeping with your husband so that he can get her to self-settle at night and we decrease the feeding that she's doing overnight and we bring it into Um, where she would have three breastfeeds in the day, one in the morning, one around lunchtime, one in the evening. So the first bit of work I would do in a situation like this is move the association of breastfeeding for comfort overnight by her sleeping with your husband. So we haven't broken the co-sleeping part yet. Um, and removing you. Now, your husband's going to have to do lots of padding, a little bit of walking, comforting, lay down with her. Similar things that you would do, but no breastfeeding. So we break that one first. Then I think that's going to take a little while. So then the next thing you can do after that, and you've got her on three breastfeeds during the day, is then because she's 10, 11 months old, I wouldn't worry about bottles. I just start to introduce milk in her sippy cup or in a cup and, and then you're slowly going to wean those down. So at lunchtime, you would give her a sippy cup um, and a cuddle and a story before she goes to bed instead of the breastfeed. And then you might introduce um, in the morning, she gets up straight away and has breakfast. So she's not looking for that nurturing um, suck first thing in the morning. And then you've got that last one at night, which you can do with the sippy cup and the story and a cuddle. So I think you're going to have to look at this in two steps. And one is to to break the night behaviour, and then the second one is to then get um, the three breastfeeds in the day and then start weaning those three f- breastfeeds down. Now, this is quite complex, so if you feel like you need to ask more questions as you go through this, please feel free to give us a call back.
0: Can I ask a controversial question? Sure. So um, is saying that um, they need to wean um, her daughter because so, they're trying to Don't fall, fall pregnant, pregnant again. How... Um, much of a contraception is breastfeeding. Like, would it at this stage? Let's. I mean, let's assume that people can copulate yeah. other than in the bed. Well, they um, can. So, so
1: will breastfeeding itself stop them falling pregnant? It with that level probably. Okay. So that's why we have to get that level down at All night. Right. So we'd have to get it down to three, and then she may just fall pregnant. And often, you successfully can breastfeed one child and also conceive and breastfeed a second child. But on that level of breastfeeding, her hormone level might be too high to be able okay. to conceive.
0: All right. Well, good so luck, Sandy. Delved into
1: everything today. Let us know if you get if it. Yeah, happens. I think this will be a little bit tricky. So you might want to get back to us. I'm to yeah, just... yeah. uh, okay. excited. Another baby.
0: Okay. Oh, we've got yeah, because I don't have to get up to them. <laughs> um, we've got a question on the phone from Tomo, who has a
2: 15 week old. Hello, how are you? Hi, guys. Loving your show. Um, Thank you. So we have a 15 weeks old baby, and he developed a fair bit of eczema. Yep. Um, So at nighttime, at the moment, he's sleeping in one of those love-to-dream bags, but he grizzles and kind of scratches his face a bit. So we're thinking to
1: um, switch to wrap. Yeah, is that a, is that okay to do so? And yeah, if absolutely. So, what's the best way to do go about it? Okay, so you've got him. He's probably a bit hot in the bag with his clothes on, and that's irritating his eczema. So oh, I is think that right? okay. yeah, I think what you might need to do is the first thing is to look for wraps, fairly good size because he's fifteen weeks old. So the sure. bigger wraps, and yep. I would actually put warmer clothes on him generally in a cotton yep. fibre. And then I would start with a muslin because there's more airflow through it in terms sure. of wrapping him. And then you can put a blanket on him because he's still probably in the bassinet. Um, okay. And you can put a ba- blanket on him for a- extra warmth that he might need. So you could try that okay. or you could try yeah. um, a bamboo um, stretchy wrap, like a jersey wrap. And again, in a big size, so you can get a nice wrap around him. That'll give him a little bit more warmth, but should still be able to be breathable so it doesn't irritate his eczema.
2: Okay, so like a start with like a gauze material to wrap with, with the one layer of long sleeve cotton, would that be
1: all right? Yeah, or or something Mm -hmm. that's not going to irritate his skin. And then you could put a, you know, like a cotton-knit blanket doubled over on him to keep him warm or something like that, depending on the temperature in your house.
2: Sure, yeah, it's about 21
1: degrees in the room, but yeah. Yeah, so again, back with the cotton and maybe double it over and tuck him in and that'll keep him warm.
2: Okay, excellent, thank you. Would you mind if I ask one more question? Of course, go for it. (laughs) Um, we've been doing a little bit of a one dream feed a night, but then yep. recently it's more of a two to three. I think it's you know people talk about the four months yep. thing. Um, so he's been doing a two to three. Is that okay to go ahead and feed, or would you kind of try to? But we. So you to doing last night kind of thing. Yeah, go. Sorry, yeah,
1: you're doing a um, a ten o'clock dream feed. Are you?
2: Correct. So he goes to bed. Um, his last feed is six thirty p.m. Yep. And then he falls asleep, you know, between seven thirty to eight, kind of
1: thing. Yep.
2: Um, and then
1: uh, you're feeding them. yeah, and then,
2: yeah, ten. And then recently, it's more the 10, 1 and four.
1: Okay. So yeah. what we might want to do is try and resettle on one of the one or the four. But is he awake at ten o'clock, or is he sound Isn't asleep? He,
2: oh, he 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 wakes me up, or like he oh, kind he of is waking. Yeah, it's not like a dream feed because I'm not picking him up while he's asleep. sleeping. He is night.
1: actually waking.
2: Yeah, correct. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're feeding him three times overnight where you might have been feeding him twice overnight previously.
2: Yes, that's correct, yes. Okay,
1: so what I would probably do is I yeah. would move your 6.30 feed out a little bit. So that right. he can sustain him longer over the night and it might drop into two feeds then. So if we have the ability to move that six thirty feed out to about seven, he sure. might naturally just sleep till about twelve or one in the morning. And then okay, he would yeah. that would be the first feed and he'd have a really good feed at that point. And then yes. he might still have a feed at four, but it will have dropped to two feeds overnight, which is appropriate yes. at this yes. stage. Much better than three. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I'll try that, definitely. Thank you so much. No worries, Shamo. Good luck. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.
2: We have a question from
0: Christina. She says, help, my six-month-old won't take a dummy and needs my nipple to fall asleep and to be rocked. I'm exhausted as I'm running after a
1: two-year-old as
0: well. How can I best transition her off my nipple?
1: Oh, Well, you need a, probably, I'd do it over a weekend where your two-year-old can be amused by dad or some family that might be able to help out. And I think this one is you got to take a few days and you got to get him to start self-settling. And it's a really common thing, especially with your second baby. I'll give him a quick feed because there's a two-year-old over there to see if I can get him to sleep. And inadvertently this is what happens where they then need to feed to sleep. So a couple of days of feeding him, play, then put him down for his sleep, about a two-ish hour window at six months. And you literally got to give him a cuddle and snuggle him in, get him nice and calm, put him in his bed, I would put my hands on him straight away and do a bit of patting because we're changing the whole concept of how he goes to sleep here. And then once he's calm, try and leave. Um, Give him a few minutes, go back and try the same thing again. Even if you have to pick him up, cuddle him and put him down and pat him again. I think this is the first step to breaking it so that he doesn't suck to sleep. And it's going to take a little bit of a toll. Your partner can help out. It doesn't need to be you to be doing this. But it's going to take a few days to break that that initial behaviour of I need to suck to fall asleep. And then when he wakes, he needs to suck to fall back to sleep again. So cuddling, calming, down in the bed, hands on, pat, calm, walk away, leave a few minutes, go back in again. And that'll start the process of breaking this behaviour.
0: Right. Good luck with that. We've got time for one last question. It's from Nicole. Hi, my six-month-old keeps waking at 5 to 5.30 a.m.? Some days we get him back to sleep until 6, 6.30, other days not successful. He's on three naps but has recently started staying awake longer and sleeping less. Mm-hmm. Now does one long nap of an hour 10 or an hour 30 and two short naps of 30 to 40 minutes rather than two Too long, long and one shot. This means I get him into bed by 6.30 p.m. Otherwise, he is mm-hmm. so overtired he just screams hysterically. Yep. I can't seem to shift, shift him so he goes to bed later and wakes later even on the days he Does sleep later seven seven thirty. He still wakes at five five thirty and needs help going back to sleep. How do I shift him and how do I prevent these wake ups? He has one overnight feed at two a.m. So I don't believe it's hunger. No,
1: I don't believe it's hunger either. I think um, at first it it seemed reasonable that if he was going to bed at six thirty, that eleven hours later is reasonable to be getting up. Um, and if you randomly push out to seven o'clock, it won't make a big difference on the 5, 5.30 until we get the pattern in the day. Because from what I read here, he's very overtired. So he probably does his long sleep first because he wakes up early. And then he does two very short sleeps in the day. And in essence, this is a resettling um, question. So we need to get that third sleep of the day to be longer, even if it was an hour and he won't be as overtired when he goes to sleep and that's going to help him push through. So um, the same settling that you're attempting and trying at 5 or 5.30 in the morning is the same behavior that we need to apply probably to that third sleep to lengthen it and give him more sleep. That will then allow you to push the um, 6.30 to 7.30. Not that I think that'll make a huge difference, but he'll be more rested and that will make a huge difference in him pushing past the 5, 5.30. So I think you've got to resettle in those two windows and you'll get traction and then it'll start to turn itself around all
0: right well um that's all we have time for on helpline and this episode of feed play love now next friday is good friday so we won't be doing the live version of helpline on the babyology facebook page but we will have a special highlight episode in the podcast that will be up first thing on easter monday morning so make sure you've subscribed to the feed play love podcast to catch that one Chris, thank you so much for coming in again. It's always a pleasure. This has been Helpline on Feed Play Love hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt. If you want to ask Chris your questions for the next episode, you can email them to us directly. The email is helpline at theparentbrand.com.au Mindfulness is a skill that benefits everyone, adults and children. Shona Innes is a psychologist who thinks everyone can learn this skill.
2: And as we kind of grow, we get better at doing more things more automatically. And mindfulness is about kind of putting a halt to that and going back and slowing down and and stopping and taking notice of things, again, rather than just going with what's been automated.
0: Shona talks about mindfulness and her picture book for children on the next episode of Feed Play Love. This podcast is produced by Elise Cooper and hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt.